everyone, my name is Jinjos, and welcome to my Pokemon anime review series. Last episode, Ash faced off against the Cerulean City Gym Leader, which turned out to be Misty, his traveling companion for the last two episodes. While the battle was interrupted by Team Rocket, he was still rewarded the Cascade Badge, because the Sensational Sisters probably had a lot of cleanup to do, and phone calls to make and didn't want to sit through another Pokemon battle. Today we are going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 8, The Path to the Pokemon League, where Ash will meet a fellow trainer named AJ, and we'll see another level of hard work in how he trains his Pokemon. This is also considered to be the first filler episode of the anime, an episode where none of the events have any true impact on the future episodes. While last episode could be considered a filler, Brock does catch a Zubat in that episode, and that is going to have an impact on future episodes. Before we get into the episode, our Who's That Pokemon for today is Santru, a bipedal Pokemon that typically runs on all fours. Its brick-patterned yellow hide is tough and blends in with desert sands and protects its soft underbelly. They spend most of their time hidden underground and only emerge to hunt bug-type Pokemon by lunging out of the sand. Santru are typically found in the desert as its body absorbs moisture to preserve it. It can also be found in caves. Its Pokemon Emerald Pokedex entry reads, when it curls up in a ball, it can make any attack bounce off harmlessly. Its hide has turned tough and solid as a result of living in the desert. Overall, Sandshrew always ends up on my short list of favorite Pokemon in Generation 1, and I want to use it in a playthrough, but he just always seems to be cut at the end. Moving into the episode, and our hero Ash is getting a bit of a big head with two badges under his belt, and he learns that his third one is in Vermilion City. He then becomes the terror of this stretch of land as he takes on a bunch of local teenagers and defeats each and every one of them, probably taking their lunch money as well. The last one he defeats tells him that he should go challenge AJ, the local undefeated trainer. They arrive at AJ's unsanctioned gym, and a scoreboard displays that he has won 98 Pokemon battles and hasn't lost any. While Ash decides to take a jab at him, Misty sends one right back at him as AJ strolls up. Ash challenges AJ, who accepts with some gusto and cockiness. Ash steps up to the field, showing off his two badges, but growing a long nose as he tells him that he won those two badges. AJ then throws a dig at the Pokemon leaders who gave those badges to him, and Misty and Brock all of a sudden are rooting for Ash to pulverize this guy. AJ sends out a signature Pokemon, Sandshrew, and while Misty reminds Ash that Pikachu's electrical attacks won't affect Sandshrew, Ash bites back, saying that he doesn't need her help. They're doing a really good job of taking Ash's cockiness off of his last 10 wins and bringing it throughout this whole episode. He's on a winning streak, why would he need advice when he's going to win anyway, right? Ash then sends out his Pidgeotto, probably the first time he ever sends out a Pokemon with a type advantage, and it's proven that type advantage isn't everything. He tells Pidgeotto to dive it, basically removing the advantage of being in the air, and Sandshrew jumps and takes out Pidgeotto. Wanting to keep his advantage of being in the air, he sends out Butterfree next. Sending out a Stun Spore, which is then avoided by Sandshrew, digging in the ground and then launching in the air to take out Butterfree as well. Ash is in desperation mode now, and is pulling on Pikachu from his tail to get him into the battle while he holds onto the edge of the arena. Brock and Misty casually slide off screen as Pikachu zaps Ash and serves him right, yanking onto Pikachu's tail is just asking for trouble. Ash lays there in defeat, and we change venues to just outside the gym with Team Rocket. Seems like their eyes have shifted to AJ's Sandshrew, but more importantly, they're just disgusted by AJ's fashion sense. That Sandshrew is very tempting. We should grab it. Hmm, looks fat. You two gotta carry it. The outfit that trainer is wearing is positively hideous. That shirt looks like it's from a century or two ago. He'd fit right in perfectly at a museum. At least he doesn't look like he's trick-or-treating like you do. Oh, Meowth, you always just go one step too far. 
AJ is officially at victory number 99, and Ash just can't let it go. Thinking that because he has two badges, he has some superpowers, he's invulnerable to losing to someone who doesn't have badges. He then claims that AJ is cheating, and then pleads for a rematch. Oh, Ash, you were coming along so well. Learning a valuable lesson each episode, I had faith you would just improve each episode, but those 10 wins really did a number on his ego, and AJ just popped it. Inside of AJ's gym is a swimming pool, platforms, and a plethora of Pokemon training on their own or by the guidance of AJ himself. His Sancho is diving into the pool under his commands, and Ash isn't having it, tackling AJ into the pool. I don't fault Ash for this, having a ground-type Pokemon dive into the water probably doesn't feel good. That being said, I think he is coming at it from someone who just got beat by AJ and wants to show him up or prove that he abuses his Pokemon, something along those lines. They get out of the pool, and AJ explains that he is simply training his Pokemon, helping Sanshiro to become immune to water, working his Pokemon hard as he expects himself to work just as hard as they do. We get a little background on AJ. Sanshiro was his first Pokemon, and he made a promise to him that they would become the greatest Pokemon trainers of all time, with him by his side. Ashton says that a Pokemon trainer needs to be friends with this Pokemon, and I think this is simply two different approaches to Pokemon training. Not to say that AJ isn't friendly with his Pokemon, but he obviously has a huge passion for Pokemon training and takes it very seriously, even to the point of creating Pokemon food for each breed of Pokemon. Ash just can't see his passion, because it's clouded by Ash's ego. In a week, if Ash looked back on AJ, I think he would realize how much he loves his Pokemon. That isn't diminished just by the fact that he pushes his Pokemon hard in training. Back to Team Rocket, who have moved inside the perimeter of the gym, and they are having a bit of a crisis. They try out a new motto, Team Rocket will do what it has to do, to snatch that little Pikachu. After presenting it though, they just aren't feeling it. Meow says they should do a song or a dance, but that doesn't work for them either. I'm getting really concerned for their mental health, to be honest. Back inside the gym, the Pokemon are on a 15 minute break, and they are just exhausted, panting, sweating, and Ash just can't stand it. He even goes in for a punch and ends up back in the pool, fist fighting. On the sidelines though, Pikachu ends up trying on Sancho's body brace that is meant to strengthen Sancho, but it just forces Pikachu to roll up an Ewa ball. Sancho just simply laughs and rolls up in a ball and takes a nap, I'm assuming. Team Rocket then comes rolling in, and since the trio and all of them are fighting, they don't notice that they're there to steal Pikachu. They mistakenly take Sancho as they're both rolled up into a ball, but I'm still a little confused on how they mix those two up. Their new model must have just messed up their mojo or something. Break time is over in the gym, and AJ notices Sancho is missing. Ash jumps on this, telling AJ that he is shocked all of his Pokemon haven't abandoned him. And I'll say that Ash is really getting on my nerves. I mean, I'm shocked AJ hasn't kicked his rear end to the curb. I mean, later on, he tries to recruit AJ's Pokemon, asking the Pokemon to raise their hand if they want to join him. Call Ash, let's get to another episode where he actually learns a lesson. Team Rocket is running off of Sancho, and we get just one of those lines that only James would ever say. <laughs> Those clowns will never catch up with us. I'm exhausted. You take the bag now. But a real gentleman always carries the bag. Is that so? Well, as you know, I'm no gentleman. Now, I never noticed this until a trivia page pointed this out, but this is the first episode where James is voiced by a different voice actor. For the first seven episodes, Ted Lewis voiced James, and he would come back to voice Giovanni when he appears. Our new voice actor is Eric Stewart, and I gotta say, he's a national treasure to me. Sancho escapes, and they make their way back to AJ's gym. As they walked in, they do the original motto, which brings them to tears. They state that they're here to capture Pikachu, and end up calling Sancho second-rate. Angie won't stand for this, and a Pokemon battle commences. 2v1, of course, and Meowth even gets in there. Sancho kicks butt, even ends the match with a fissure, destroying the battle arena and defeating Team Rocket. 
With AJ's 100th win, they officially set off on their Pokemon journey, and we will never see them again, as he hasn't appeared in the anime since, which does kind of stink. I think he was a solid character that I would love to see a rematch between him and Ash. We end up on the classic freeze frame, and I would say we walk away satisfied from this episode. Getting to see two different styles of Pokemon training is healthy, and while I feel like Ash didn't truly learn a lesson in this episode, hopefully it planted a seed for him to have a better reaction next time. With that said, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Join me next time in Season 1, Episode 9, The School of Hard Knocks, where we will see yet another approach to Pokemon training and the ups and downs that come with it. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day.